Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Stay cool this summer with AC Pro and O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, get a $15 O'Reilly Auto Parts gift card after mail-in rebate with the purchase of select AC Pro ready-to-use refrigerant products that include a hose and gauge. Beat the heat before you hit the road with AC Pro at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. Oh, 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 O'Reilly! Auto Parts. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. It's Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell here to talk Gamecock football. South Carolina football team has been uh, off for about three weeks now, and bowl practice starts today. Will Muschamp had a press conference today, talked to the media for about almost half an hour today, Wes, and a lot to talk about with Gamecock football as South Carolina gets set to take on South Florida in the Birmingham Bowl. That'll be at Legion Field in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday, December the 29th, 2 o'clock kickoff for the Gamecocks and the South Florida Bulls. And uh, coaching changes for both staffs. Wes, obviously, uh, South Florida loses Willie Taggart, their head coach, to Oregon, but they have named Charlie Strong their next head coach, but they will have an interim coach uh, for the bowl game. But Coach Strong, obviously, uh, very involved with the team, and this is just uh, one of the stories that we're following here on this Thursday afternoon. Yeah, you know, uh, South Carolina's part in bowl practice. Um, you know, it sounds like it's really going to be almost run like a like a separate spring practice. You know, you want to obviously get ready for the game, get ready for South Florida, Emerson. But, uh, you know, it's all about developmental, uh, you know, a developmental game and an opportunity to get guys extra work. Uh, the seniors won't even work uh, the first two days of practice, which I think is, is pretty uh, pretty sharp. You know, I think Muschamp sort of, as he does with everything, he's got a plan and he's going to go uh, go work it. You know, we had some people on our board talking about, well, why wouldn't they practice more? Well, you know, I think there's probably a law of diminishing returns at, at some point where you're just going to uh, grind the guys out and, you know, they're they're not going to be ready for the ball game because they're going to be uh, tired. So I, I think you sort of give them a little bit of time off. You develop them. Uh, you know, the first four days of practice, there'll be no South Florida work. It'll all be fundamentals and South Carolina stuff. And, you know, they've done a lot of self-scouting so far in the off season. So, yeah, I think this would be very, very good. Win, lose, or draw in the game, this would be very, very good for a young football team. All right, the Gamecock staff will work with younger players and focus on Gamecock players for the first four days of practice. That'll be through Sunday. And then Monday they'll start with preparations for South Florida. So, Wes, we've got uh, Sean Elliott leaving for – Georgia State. He's the new head coach over there in Atlanta for Georgia State University. And the Gamecocks have brought in John Latina, a veteran offensive line coach, to be interim OL coach in preparation for the bowl game. Yeah, you know, I, I thought this was kind of a um, unique thing. Um, you know, I, I guess I don't know how you'd say it. It's kind of outside the box uh, move, but I, I like it. Uh, you know, you're talking about someone who's had, uh, I guess, 37 years of experience coaching offensive line. This is a guy who, um, you know, has been in Notre Dame, has been at Duke with Kurt Roper, has been at Ole Miss, has been at a number of different stops and coached a bunch of top offensive linemen. And, you know, this is a situation where, obviously, South Carolina's offensive line has struggled. And this is a guy who uh, is known as a veteran and 
someone that is already very familiar with the scheme South Carolina runs due to his time at Duke. So I, I think that it makes a lot of sense to get these guys, uh, you know, a few weeks of, uh, of extra development. Maybe they get to hear a different voice. Um, you know, I, I think uh, rather than just have them sort of uh, waste, you know, these, these few weeks of practice, I, I think it's a smart um just sort of, mo- it's a modern move by Will Muschamp. I think you're always looking for ways to improve your program. This sort of a status quo thing would have been just to name a, a grad assistant as the O-line coach for the game and, and go from there. You know, I think it probably would have made some sense to go with Cedric Williams, but then Cedric Williams uh, was hired as uh, Sean Elliott's offensive line coach at Georgia State. So, uh, you know, I, I really, really like the move, and I think it's another example of how Muschamp sort of – um Pays attention to the details, uh, no stone unturned type mindset, and uh, sort of makes an, an outside the box move to to do this. I'm I'm, I'm a fan. I, I think it's smart. Yeah, Latino worked uh, most recently at Duke with Kurt Roper, Gamecock offensive coordinator, and he's basically been brought out of retirement to work with the Gamecock offensive line through this bowl game with South Florida. John Latina, interim offensive line coach for the Gamecocks now. Gamecock Central Radio here, Emerson Phillips with Wes Mitchell. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got this phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast. You can download the app on the App Store and on Google Play to subscribe to our podcast. Search for Gamecock Central Radio. You'll find us on iTunes and SoundCloud and other popular services or just visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. So Latina worked a number of years at Clemson. He's been all over the place 37 years in the coaching business interim offensive line coach for the Gamecocks through the bowl game here Wes a lot of other things to talk about here let's talk about the South Florida coaching change Willie Taggart takes the head coaching job at Oregon and their offensive coordinator coach Wiest will handle South Florida for the bowl game but Charlie Strong has been named head coach so he's around the program now as well in fact he had a press conference today and Muschamp was asked during his presser today will the coaching change at South Florida affect the bowl game. And Muschamp said, well, Quentin Flowers, their conference player of the year, their starting quarterback, is still playing. And USF players obviously want to impress Coach Strong. So he didn't seem to think that the coaching change would have that much of an impact on the bowl game. Yeah, you know, he said um, it could be a distraction if you let it be. But, uh, you know, obviously all, all those assistants are trying to impress Charlie Strong too. Yep. And, uh, the players want to be in, a, in good standing with him when he takes over. And you know, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. David Reeves, former South Carolina assistant, uh, quarterbacks coach and, uh, recruiting coordinator is, um, the, uh, gonna call the plays for South Florida. So there's some, there's some connections, uh, between the South Carolina program and the South Florida program. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're not really going to change what they do. I thought was, was part of much chance point. They'll, they'll have some wrinkles. South Carolina will have some wrinkles. Um, you know, every team puts in some new stuff for bowl games. Um, you know, I think you always you want to put in a few little fun things, too. You want to put in a few trick plays just because it keeps the guys engaged and keeps them excited. So South Carolina will have to be ready for that, no doubt. But, um, you know, otherwise, I, I think it's I think it's a slight, you know, slight help for South Carolina. But overall, uh, South Florida is still going to be the same team that they tried out there. All right, Wes, we've got three new players joining the Gamecock football team for bowl preparations. Now, they're not going to play in the bowl game, but we do have uh, MJ Webb, a kid who is finishing up high school right now. He'll be an early enrollee in January. He's the kid from Charlotte, and uh, he'll join the team right away. And two junior college signees as well yesterday, Wes, Caleb Chalmers, a former Clemson player who went to junior college in Mississippi. He'll have three years to play three. Chalmers won two state titles at Greenwood High School. He was a Shrine Bowl 
Fuller at Greenwood High, one of the top prospects in the state of South Carolina when he came out a couple of years ago. Three years to play three for Caleb Chalmers, defensive back from Greenwood. And the other JUCO signee is Kaison Nixon from Compton, California. Went to junior college in Arizona. He's a defensive back as well, and he played in the Snoop Dogg Youth Football League. And Snoop Dogg went on Twitter this week to congratulate Kaison Nixon. And Coach Muschamp said today that, yes, Snoop Dogg would be welcome at Gamecock football practice anytime. <laughs> yeah, those, those guys. And, and uh, you know, that doesn't sound like it's completely set in stone. Those guys will practice with the team uh, for the bowl game. But um, certainly uh, all those guys will be at South Carolina for, um, you know, for spring practice. They'll get in in January. And, uh, you know, obviously South Carolina needed help in the secondary. I, I think there's some players to work with there, but, um, no, no depth, uh, really at all. Plus, um, they have a number of seniors, uh, at, at safety that'll obviously be moving on. You know, Chris Moody, um, Jordan Diggs, who played some nickel, um, Chaz Elder, who is a senior safety. All those guys will be moving on. So they, they've got to build, um, depth in the secondary and they, they need guys who can help right away. So, uh, Keyson Nixon and, uh, Caleb Chalmers are both kids that South Carolina sort of down the stretch decided to go the JUCO route in the secondary, made them huge priorities, and and just, um, you know, sort of showed us again. If, if T. Rob and Muschamp are after a defensive back, and they really uh, – and that defensive back is sort of open to listening to them and hearing what they had to say, uh, they they close on, on those guys. You know, they, they beat a number of other SEC schools uh, combined for, for these two guys. You know, you're talking about Ole Miss with – with Caleb Chalmers, and you're talking about beating out teams like Tennessee, Mississippi State, Georgia, to name a few for uh, Nixon. So, uh, you know, SEC competition that uh, T-Rob and Muschamp were able to beat out for these two guys. and They should help South Carolina right away. Muschamp talked about how they could bring speed to the secondary and, um, you know, that, that they can they got ball skills they can tackle too. So, you know, I think both these kids are guys that can play cornerback. But when I look at South Carolina's needs, um you know, that might, you know, those two guys might actually be South Carolina's two starting safeties to start the season next year. Uh, hmm. If you look at, you know, Jamarcus King, Chris Lamont, and uh, Rashad Fenton, it's probably their likely uh, three corners um, or two corners and a nickel. You know, those, those other two guys might actually be their, their two starting safeties next year. All right, Nixon's got three years to play two, so it's Caleb Chalmers and Kaison Nixon the two defensive backs that the Gamecocks signed yesterday out of the junior college ranks. And it was interesting with Chalmers, West because he was down to Ole Miss and South Carolina, and I don't think anybody was certain that uh, the Gamecocks would land Caleb Chalmers, but clearly he was a priority, and he ends up on board. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I had him as a South Carolina lean for a long time, and then he he, he went to Ole Miss this weekend and, uh, you know, sort of got caught up there, and there was some pressure on him there at Ole Miss to – to stay in the state of Mississippi where he was doing, uh, you know, his JUCO, finished up his JUCO ball. But, uh, you know, he, he got back, uh, talked with Muschamp and those guys, and, and everything was fine. So, he, you know, he, he's someone, again, that they, they really, really uh, wanted. This all sort of started, um, I guess, maybe a month ago, two months ago. South Carolina, um, actually, when, when they started going on the road again, they actually went by Greenwood and sort of uh, – Touch space with that coaching staff, uh, started gathering information about Caleb Chalmers' background, and really, uh, did their due, their due diligence. You know, they, uh, sort of, uh, sort of worked that side of it with him being an in-state kid originally, and, 
I think did a great job. I, you know, you, you never want to completely rely on junior college kids as a role, but if you look at South Carolina, you look at what they're bringing in as far as the freshman class um, and the defensive backfield, and you look at their needs. They've got some freshmen that can play right away, but you never want to completely rely on true freshmen either. So I, I think right now, you look at Jemias Williams, you look at Jalen Dickerson, Kevin Jackson, who are three freshmen, hands and Nazaldine, a fourth freshman that I think will have a chance to play early. Then you throw in uh, the two JUCOs, and you know what? That that might be six six new guys that are contributing in South Carolina secondary in the, in uh, 2017. Wes, we've talked extensively here on Gamecock Central Radio about the fact that it is a very young Gamecock football team here in 2016. And you know, the only major loss on offense will be starting offensive lineman Mason Zandy. A couple of losses on defense, but the one area where the Gamecocks will have losses is on special teams. And Muschamp was asked today about the fact that you know he's going to lose this year starting kicker, punter, and long snapper. All three will be gone at the end of this year. So talk about special teams, where the Gamecocks look to next year. Yeah, I think those those spots are going to be wide open. Obviously, Elliot Fry, school's all-time uh, leading kicker as far as uh, you know points scored. And you look at uh, Sean Kelly, who's a transfer guy that's done an outstanding job. You know, Muschamp likes to put his players in pressure situations in practice. So the first, uh, you know, we talked about how the first two days there'll be no seniors. So there'll, there'll be no Sean Kelly, there'll be no... Elliot Fry and uh, these other young guys are going to have an opportunity to to get out there and, and show what they can do in, in those situations and live situations. So we'll see. Um, you know, I, I haven't really heard about any front runners moving forward, uh, but obviously into the spring that'll be an open competition. And, you know, South Carolina will we'll see what they got there as far as uh, punter and, and kicker. And you know, I, I think all all the way across the board, these true freshmen coming in are going to have an opportunity to help on on coverage as well because you look at South Carolina's overall team speed, offensively, defensively, uh, I think it was lacking this year. So any any freshman that comes in with an ability to tackle, an ability to get down the, the field quickly, you know, you look at like a Devon Bowen, who is a kid who is a little bit raw as a defensive player, but it has those two things in spades. Um, you know, any, anybody coming into this class will have an opportunity to help on special teams, and South Carolina is not going to hesitate to, to burn a red shirt if it's a guy that can help them in that area. All right, Wes, we're two weeks from the Birmingham Bowl, South Carolina taking on South Florida. Have you started your Christmas shopping yet, Wes? I'm in the middle of it, I would say. <laughs> I've got a good start. I have not finished. You, um, you started, you've not finished. I'm impressed. Yeah, so I, but I, I'm, I'm very much an online shopper because <laughs> – I, I get out in that mess, and I just get, I get very, very, uh, I get very tired of it very quick. So to put it nicely, I guess. Yeah, uh, I hear you. I hear you. So, I'm impatient as well, Wes. Going to the malls, not much fun. So online's the way to go. Yeah, I, I just click around, and I probably spend way more money like that because it's it's easier than ever. Uh, you know, like Amazon. I mean, now they've got like one click shopping where they've got all they got all your info saved, which. They're probably ship, you know, shipping it or saving it to, and selling it to somebody else. But uh, I guess that's the way of the world right now. Yeah, um, piece of cake. But uh, yeah, but now you just—I mean, you just—you click it and they just send it to you. So <laughs> um, the the FedEx guy over here, I think we're on first name basis now because I've just—I've had everything just just shipped to to my house. Yeah, so I, ship it right uh, I, don't, I don't do that whole thing. <laughs> 
Yeah, FedEx guys getting a workout this time of year. All right, Wes, how about uh, plans for the bowl game, Wes? What would you be doing? Um, uh, you know, uh, Scott Hood will, and I believe Colin Taylor. I'm not sure exactly who will be helping uh, those guys. Will be traveling. I'll be I'll be sitting at home uh, watching the game on TV. Um, maybe eating some uh, chicken wings and uh, maybe maybe throw something on the grill. I guess we'll see. Hadn't really got that far, but. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited for bowl season. I guess start Saturday, actually. Yep. So, um, you know, should be some good games. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll take it all in. You know, I, I think during the season, you sort of, you get a little bit, um, to where you take football for granted. But then once bowl season starts up, you realize that you only have a few more weeks of football and you're like, you know, you're watching, you're watching teams you probably never watched once during the regular season because there were better games on. <laughs> We've got 40 bowl games this year, and uh, plus the national championship game, so 41 postseason games that start this Saturday. So we'll have more Gamecock football here on Gamecock Central Radio. Wes, we appreciate the update today. Happy holidays, and have a great Christmas. Thanks, man. You too. All right, he's Wes Mitchell. I'm Emerson Phillips. This is Gamecock Central Radio. We'll be back with more on the Birmingham Bowl, South Carolina and South Florida, set for a 2 o'clock kickoff on Thursday, December the 29th. Thanks for joining us on Gamecock Central Radio. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.